Hello, listeners. This is Mr. Chocolate, your narrator for the series. So, hop aboard and get ready to go on a chocolate journey with Charlie. We are about to begin our story, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl. And here we go. Chapter One. Here comes Charlie. In Charlie's house, there are two very old people, the father and mother of Mr. Bucket. Their names are Grandpa Joe and Grandma Josephine. And then there are other two old people, the father and mother of Mrs. Bucket. Their names are Grandpa George and Grandma Georgina. Then comes Mr. Bucket and Mrs. Bucket. Mr. and Mrs. Bucket have a small boy whose name is Charlie Bucket. And here comes our hero, Charlie. So, how do you do and how do you do again? Because Charlie is extremely pleased to meet you. The whole of this family, the six grown-ups and little Charlie Bucket, live together in a small wooden house on the edge of a great town. The house wasn't nearly large enough for so many people and life was extremely uncomfortable for them all. There were only two rooms in the place all together and there was only one bed. The bed was given to the four old grandparents because they were so old and tired, they were so tired they never got out of it. Grandpa Joe and Grandma Josephine on the one side of bed, Grandma George and Grandma Georgina on the other side. Mr. and Mrs. Bucket and little Charlie Bucket slept in the other room upon mattresses on the floor. In the summertime, this wasn't too bad but in the winter, freezing cold rods blew across the floor all night long and it was awful. There wasn't any question of them being able to buy a better house or even one more bed to sleep in. They were far too poor for that. Mr. Bucket was the only person in the family with a job. He worked in a toothpaste factory where he sat all day long at a bench and screwed little caps onto the tops of the tubes of toothpaste after the tubes had been filled. But a toothpaste cap screwer is never paid very much money and poor Mr. Bucket, however hard he worked and however fast he screwed on the caps, was never able to make enough to buy one half of the things that so large a family needed. There wasn't even enough money to buy proper food for them all. The only meals they could afford were bread and margarine for breakfast, boiled potatoes and cabbage for lunch, and cabbage soup for supper. Sundays were a bit better, they all looked forward to Sundays because then, although they had exactly the same menu, everyone was allowed a second helping. All of them, the two old grandfathers, the two old grandmothers, Charlie's father, Charlie's mother, 
and especially little Charlie himself, went about from morning till night with a horrible empty feeling in their tummies. Charlie felt it worst of all, and although his father and mother often went without their own share of lunch or supper so that they could give it to him, it wasn't still nearly enough for a growing boy. He desperately wanted something more filling and satisfying than cabbage and cabbage soup. The only thing he longed for more than anything else was chocolate. Walking to school in the mornings, Charlie could see great slabs of chocolate piled up high in the shop windows and he would stop and stare and press his nose against the glass, his mouth watering. Many times a day he would see other children taking bars of creamy chocolate out of their pockets and munching them greedily. And that, of course, was pure torture. Only once a year, on his birthday, did Charlie Bucket ever get to taste a bit of chocolate. When the great day arrived, Charlie was always presented with one small chocolate bar to eat all by himself. And each time he received it, on those marvelous birthday mornings, he would place it carefully in a small wooden box that he owned and treasure it as though it were a bar of solid gold. And for the next few days, he would allow himself only to look at it, but never to touch it. Then at last, when he could stand it no longer, he would peel back a tiny bit of paper wrapping at one corner to expose a tiny bit of chocolate, and then he would take a tiny nibble, just enough to allow this lovely sweet taste to spread out slowly over his tongue. The next day, he would take another tiny nibble and so on and on and on, and in this way, Charlie would make his six-penny bar of birthday chocolate last him for more than a month. But I haven't yet told you about what is the one awful thing that tortured little Charlie more than anything else. This thing for him was far, far worse than seeing slabs of chocolate in the shop windows or watching other children munching bars of creamy chocolate right in front of him. It was the most terrible, torturing thing you could ever imagine and it was this. In the town itself, actually within sight of the house in which Charlie lived, there was an enormous chocolate factory. Just imagine that! And it wasn't simply an ordinary enormous chocolate factory either. It was the largest and most famous in the whole world. It was Wonka's factory owned by a man called Willy Wonka, the greatest inventor maker of chocolate that has ever been. And what a tremendous, marvelous place it was. It had huge iron gates leading into it, high walls surrounding it and smoke belging from its chimneys and strange whizzing sounds coming from deep inside. And outside the wall, for half a mile, around in each direction, the air was scented with the heavy, rich smell of melting chocolate. Twice a day on his way to and from school, 
Little Charlie Bucket had to walk right past the gates of the factory. And every time he went by, he would begin to walk very, very, very slowly and he would hold his nose high in the air and take long deep sniffs of the gorgeous chocolate smell all around him. Oh, how he loved that smell! And how, how he wished he'd go inside the factory and see what it was like. Hey listeners, that's it for our first episode of the series. And so we have got introduced to the hero's family, that's Charlie's family. And what's better is, instead of having one episode per week, we are going to be having three episodes per week exclusively for this series. Okay, great. So I'll be seeing you next on a Wednesday morning. And don't forget to tune in because we are going to get introduced to the chocolate factory owner, that is Mr. Willy Wonka. Yes, so I'll see you soon on Wednesday. And until we meet, take care, stay safe, and don't forget to drop in your comments at my Twitter handle at the rate Roshni SK, or you could also drop a mail at the email ID session underscore kata at the rate I'll see you on Wednesday. See ya.